Well, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, A. Mike Boogie, and this is episode 48 of the EBS Podcast. I'm here with... What's your name? Obi-Wan. Oh, that's your name. And you, sir, over there. Ike the Great. What's up, people? Ike the Great. All right. What's going on, everybody? to get the fuck up out of my house. So we see how the podcast is going to go today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we haven't recorded in about three weeks, so we need to get back into the flow of things. Are you guys in the flow of things? I'm not. I'm in the flow. I'm always ready. But Are you always ready? I don't. I don't got to be in the flow to be the C mic. So I just respond. So now you're the C mic. <laughs> I've been the C mic. Was I ever the B? I don't know. I then I must have been. I don't. Paused. I, I don't think you, <laughs> anyone on here is a C mic. I mean, listen, public service announcement. Just so the people know, I'm not pausing anymore. I think it's very immature. Ew, uh, shut the fuck. Also, up. did he really just do a, a, a public PSA? Yeah, yes. Absolutely, I'm not pausing anymore. So. so please tell us what else you're not doing. All right, bro. Well, another <laughs> thing, another thing that I'm working on, bro, is I am working on my delivery because I caught some flack. About <laughs> some of my delivery from <laughs> did that really hit home? For, I mean, it, it did. It did. It definitely did. Uh, did it, really? it, it hit more than home. I mean, it hit home in the literal sense and in the figurative sense. Mm. Uh, I think I I just happen to come off crass sometimes. Even though I think I'm pretty good at delivery, but I think sometimes I just make the conscious effort, or maybe it's a subconscious effort, not to be. Um, tactical in my delivery and so you know i'm trying to watch that a little bit as well i I think that's interesting because i feel like the truth can be harsh and so automatically it's your delivery so i'm telling my truth but you want me to be wise of how i tell you my truth well it's the way you're telling the truth right i mean you don't have to tell all the truth you know what i mean like I, I mean, what if somebody's asking? We, we, we were talking about this on. The, uh, well, okay, so if somebody's asking you, uh, you know, sometimes when you talk to somebody, you can you can say, "Mother fuck, 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 fuck," and you can put that in there, or you can take all that out, and your delivery is everything without the fucks, right? Having a fuck in every other word, you can literally take that off. You are softening your delivery. Right, but if, you start putting cuss words in there, but if that's the delivery is different, talk, though, that, you know what I mean? Like that's kind of weird. Because I, I get what you're saying. I definitely understand that. But if that's how you talk in your everyday life, uh huh. Why then do you have to change the way you talk to make you feel comfortable? Or I make mean, the person feel comfortable. I mean, because ultimately, if you have an audience, the audience you're speaking to, you should be tailoring your message to the audience you're speaking to, not to yourself. But was that? I feel like that was designed for the white man to put the black man down. I don't think so. I think it's just the people. What? <laughs> I started to respond to that bullshit too. I'm just uh, saying, like, if you think about well, it, that right, went left. There, there is an issue with the way black people talk no, in but this, public. But this right? is not. This is not a black white thing, though. Okay. This this is a black black thing. <laughs> you know, Are you so, sure or maybe about this that? is, or maybe this is a, is this is a, you know. African in American thing versus an African American thing. I'm not sure. I might I'm, say I'm trying a, to figure it out. It's a or male maybe it's female an, thing, or maybe it's just an asshole thing. Maybe I'm just an asshole, and I, it's become so ingrained in me. I don't know that I'm being one. Well, if you're but, an asshole, that means most men are assholes. I mean, I don't think men are assholes. This is this is a very good conversation in which I think we definitely need to get uh, the opposite sex uh, opposite sex involved. Because I, frankly, I, we had the conversation maybe last week when we were talking about not last week, uh, last episode or three weeks ago. That. Yes. Okay. Ho. When we were talking about uh, <laughs> perception is reality, right? And I said I don't like that because perception is not reality. People, it's not, but it is. Well, I, I don't think it is it's either. It's not. We want to make it that we we, we don't. We, I mean, the I mean, other person but wants what is okay, exactly. They yeah. they're making it that. I mean, for them, a lot of people can be illogical and irrational when someone is talking to them. 
and in 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 self-centered so to speak um as opposed to and, and closed-minded as opposed to being open-minded and not self-centered and not irrational and logical and it tends to happen across gender lines and race lines yeah right i mean i think for me is that i i will throw out a whole bunch of words and people will say this just sound like cop-outs but you know words like you know passionate words like you know tough love and some people say yeah. that you know it's all those words are just you giving an excuse to the way that you're speaking the manner that you're speaking so that that's that response to to that is is straight up bs because everyone is passionate mm-hmm. and everyone I mean, not everyone gives tough love but i think everyone's passionate everyone can be emotional and i think if i'm emotional i can raise my voice and i can stand up straight but that doesn't mean i'm being disrespectful that doesn't mean i'm getting aggressive yeah. right again and i think we all have, we all have the right to be that way what is wrong with speaking your truth? I don't I don't understand the concept of in order for you to receive what I'm saying, I have to uh, cater to how you hear it. Well, you do, though, because I if you, you don't, if you don't cater, then you may not want them to receive it. Because if you're not catering it to the way that they're going to receive, for example, but it's right, no if, longer my truth, then. we have this receiver right here. If they don't create the equipment to work for this receiver, the receiver ain't going to receive shit and. The fucking right. vocals that we're putting in is not going to work. But the beauty of that is that we're actually humans, so um, it's not that we're created dry. It is. Well, you think so? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think we make decisions along the the situations that we may be dealing with. You may change your your truth for the sake of your spouse to avoid complicating your marriage versus changing your truth for your friend to avoid hurting his feelings when you know ten minutes after it he'll probably be over it and he's not really going to give a fuck i mean i think there's that that aspect to it but i do agree with you if i i shouldn't have to tailor my truth for well i i also have a problem with my truth right i don't think i should have to tailor the truth so that your truth <laughs> you feel more you feel better about your truth and i think that's part of the issue because everyone has their truth but there is also the truth. I mean, I understand. I just think everybody listens differently. Everybody hears differently. Everybody, you know, and we've had this conversation. Everybody heals differently, right? Somebody that has an ACL injury and, uh, and you know, heals a lot quicker than somebody else who had an ACL Everybody's just different. Somebody that has a certain type of trauma will recover from it uh, by certain methods, while another person may not recover from it by the same method. So I just think it's because everybody's different. Uh, and while I am passionate about something, and I talk about that from a passionate stance, somebody else who's also listening may be passionate about that same thing as well, and is listening with passionate ears as I'm speaking with passionate lips, and it's just like it's a clash. So when we when we put this to something um, that's in our society that's happening, um, and I think one of those things is is black people standing up and talking about um, the rights of black people. You know, for instance, you know just. Um, police officers you know shooting unarmed black men and women right i I don't think that we should i think we should be articulate and educated yes right but i don't think i need to tailor my i don't think i need to tailor my truth or the truth or my emotion so that it's easier for someone to accept it or understand what is the definition of really articulating because someone who is passionate and understand the issues that come from the hood 
might not have the same educational background as somebody who's quote-unquote articulate. I do think that's a problem. And, for example, right. Meek Mill is a good example. Meek Mill, <laughs> when he first started talking about his issue, uh-huh. he was not articulate. He could Based not, off of whose standards? The white man's standards? Whoever's listening. Based but, off but, of, but, based off it, of Which people. is why I said it was, it, it's a race thing, essentially, well, right? No, but, because, because the standards that you guys speak of is a racial I'm not, standard. I'm not talking about, talk about standards. I don't think I'm talking about standards. Well, I, when you say being not, articulate. Articulate is, is, is delivery, right? Right. So I think people who are well articulate, they probably give a lot of speeches. They're probably used to it. Right. They can probably deliver a sentence without stumbling or right. fumbling Correct. over their words, right? They can use the right there versus there, where versus where, things like that. I mean, those are subtle things that we don't do in everyday conversation. I'll, you know oh, what ahead. I mean? I'll give you a perfect example because as you were just speaking, you, you talked about, you know, uh, you were talking about the killing of unarmed black men, right? The way that he talked about that was articulate versus stop killing us. That's not articulate. Well, I know. You're stop straight, stop it, killing it gets, us. What, it gets straight to what the is point. that? What point? But if I'm a black man, what I'm point? Saying, stop killing us. How? Somebody can mm-hmm. hear that that's mm-hmm. not educated, right? And say, who are you talking to? Are you talking to yourselves? Because you guys kill each other too. And because I use that voice, you might just assume that it's a white person. But right? I, I but guess what I'm saying it's, is it's whether like, you say it the way Obi-Wan said it or the way that you, you use an example, mm-hmm. that question will still come up. No. It comes up all the time. He, he was pretty clear in the unarmed black man part versus stop right. killing but us. But what I'm saying is um, yeah. that same person could argue where black people kill unarmed black people all the time. What's your point? But he said police killing unarmed black men. He was very specific and clear and articulate in what he was saying. So the, it, versus it's, stop it's, killing it's, us. It's the specification in, yeah. in the manner I mean, of the subject that you're I, talking about. I think articulate is you can maybe, de- I think you can define it, but... You know, once again, the way if you listen to Meek Mill and how he talks about a situation now, mm-hmm. it's much different than how he talked about the situation before. Not only is he more knowledgeable and educated on the system and the issues and coached. And, right. But, but that's the he, thing. He has PR. But yeah. So what What about the people who don't have that luxury of having? Should they not talk at all? No, I, I didn't say that. I, I, I do think there is a. I think when we are talking about certain issues, I think we all have to be articulate and educated i'm not saying that what someone who's not articulate and uneducated what they're saying can't be heard and Mm -hmm. understood but i think there's i think there's also the representation of what we're trying to to get across i mean there's a way in which we have to do certain things and and if we really don't follow that i think it's going to go either over people's heads or people are not going to care as much at the end of the day it's politics right and if you're going to be speaking towards an issue, that's politics. And in politics, you have to be educated about an issue when you speak about it. The debates are going on right now. Mm-hmm. The people that are not yeah. speaking educatedly about the issues that are being talked about are not articulate and, about it. And, and people and looking at them like, fam, what are you talking and about? And those standards hear what the fuck have talking been about. created by who? Well, here, talk about but here's, politics, here's right? another way to be articulate, right? Don't go to the hood mm-hmm. and talk in jargon that they don't understand. That's that's not articulate. If you're saying things to them in which they can't comprehend and understand, yeah, that's not articulate. That's not articulate, no, right? Correct. But if not you, for them. But if you can talk to them in a way in which they, I mean, when we talk about politics, they they're going to their constituents. They have to be able to express to their constituents what they're trying to do, and not just be. Political. Which is what black people do twenty four seven. The way you talk to your 
your boys, for example, versus the way you talk to your coworker but, might be different, right? But that's not okay. You should not always talk to me in the same way you talk to your boys just because I'm black and you're black. Like, you shouldn't assume that it's okay for you to speak to me in that manner and, and I'm going to receive it and understand it just because we're both black. I, if you're, you, you have to understand who you're talking to, you have to understand who you're talking to, who you are, and the, and I guess even the atmosphere in which that is happening. If you're going on national television, you, you, you should, you should be articulate and educated and know what you're talking about. If you're having a conversation with your boys or you're having a conversation with a group of people and it's passionate and everybody's just speaking their truth then not so much and you can make it a black or white thing all you want to the fact of the matter is and maybe this is another example where i'll end up sounding crass but the english language was not created by black people it was created by a white man the english language is a white language which is true we and we was i mean we can dive deep into how we were forced to but anyway i guess i guess my point is um okay I guess my point at the end of the day is I definitely understand where you guys are coming from, but I also understand some people are not afforded that luxury to be able to be educational and articulate about something that they're passionate about. And and when they're speaking, you know, it's almost like, well, because we, because of how your delivery is, because of how passionate you are or whatever, your words don't resonate the same way. Yeah. And I, and I never really meant this to be a black-white thing. Uh, it might boogie you turn it into that. Yeah. But it's it could be as simple as a scenario with you know friends talking to friends. It can still happen then, mm-hmm. right? It can be as simple as spouses speaking to each other. It can I still agree. happen yeah. then, I mean, even after years and years and years about, and years you know, about race being, of being sex married. So, yeah, so, but I, I think we do a disservice to ourselves and to other people. And I'm, I'll as use he it. has his political hands <laughs> going right okay, now, Obama. <laughs> I, I, I'll use I'll use the president for example, right? The president spits out a lot of facts that are not true. His constituents will take in those, believe it to be truth, and then go articulate those facts that are not truth. He's articulate enough for his constituents. Right. And somebody else will take what those constituents are now saying and then go spread lies and facts that right. are not true. Which, which is crazy because so, people will say that he's not articulate, but he is. But for his for his audience. So that's, and uh, and oh. he will make the same argument that you're making, A. Mike Boogie, which mm-hmm. is, he's he said it before. He was like, I mean, I can be political. I know how to yeah. be political. Right. I can come here and I can do this. Yeah, he's yeah. essentially saying what you're saying and shitting on it, but he's also a piece of shit. I, so... <laughs> I, I was... <laughs> I was actually trying. Is that to, really a fair assessment? To oh. focus on the lies that are now being spread. So, if you want to educate me, if Meek Mill wants to educate me on uh-huh. the justice system, and I say I'm not just going to believe what he says, and I go do my own research, and it doesn't match up to what he's saying, that's a problem. That's a problem. Whether he that that's a problem. I mean, I, and I guess that's why you know, and, and we. We really did dive deep, but I guess that's why politicians are politicians, because they know how to articulate to their audience and their peers. Yeah, and absolutely. Good at it. And another thing could be if if he if Meek Mill is telling me something and I have to go look it up, he mm-hmm. didn't do a good job because politicians, like you said, will articulate to their constituents and they'll never go 
pick a book or mm-hmm. or pull it up and research. Oh, which is it. what I've said about rappers. Yeah. I mean, like, like Lupe. Yeah. Same. And I was about to say, and Mike, you know that delivery is key. Rappers, like you yeah. talk about it all the time with all these different. Ra- I was just about to bring that up. Yeah. I'm glad you brought it up your damn self, okay? Because you know delivery is very important. I don't know why you're trying to. I guess you're just being the uh, contrarian be. in this yeah, in this conversation. So that's cool. Yeah. But, I mean, there are people who listen who listen to this podcast. The very first episode we came out with and didn't listen again. Yeah, that's true. That's and, and they missed the facts that we may have actually talked about. They Absolutely. missed the good, and and that happens a lot. So you know, we yeah. ourselves—it's just very interesting—are are in the same boat. <laughs> and you know, we we also talk about this how you know every now and then shit happens in the world, and we talk about it on the group chat. And I say, I can understand why that person said that. Yes, understand. I, I can understand. Doesn't mean that I agree with it, but I understand. It's because I am allowing myself to understand. Right? I'm taking. My personal feelings. I'm taking. I'm trying to listen objectively instead of subjectively. There, you know, there's there's the podcast out there, uh, the, the brilliant idiots that, you know, we used to listen to. At least myself and A Mike Boogie used to listen to it. But after a while, you know, you and OG Bobby said you can't listen to the rhetoric that yeah, and that Schultz spews. And in my mind, I'm like, I can understand why you would say that, and a lot of people do say that about Schultz, but. I dig a little bit deeper to hear what he's actually saying because he he tells you what he's trying to say. Now his delivery sometimes is crass because he is a comedian and sometimes he he can't se- separate the two because ultimately what he does is that co- comedians what they do is they make comedy out of like you know dire situations, right? So sometimes he can't get a, get away get, uh, he can't get out of his own way. But I try to yeah, listen a little bit deeper to understand what he's saying and some people just like fuck that i don't want to do that so they're not going to do it so i mean delivery is important you no. say it's ter- terrible i agree but i can look past it i guess is what i'm saying no, no and, I, and i definitely understand that um you know that was that was a good good uh five minutes of politics there <laughs> that was not five minutes <laughs> um, before we move on i want to give a quick shout out to my cousin who just had her birthday yesterday so happy belated birthday to you i didn't want to forget so. who's that well, she doesn't uh, like to be not that. calling her so out on this podcast. We're going to cut that. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're going to cut what? That's not her real name, but okay. What, the part? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she don't want to be she does. She doesn't like that. Yeah. yeah. Nobody knows who she is, but it's okay. <laughs> hey, listen, crash delivery again. Forgive me, guys. <laughs> Nonetheless, happy birthday. Yeah, happy you know birthday. I mean? uh, blessings and many more. But uh, moving on um, to more uh, exciting news. Free agency, you know, was was crazy. We doing that? Yeah, I, I said we was gonna talk about sports. We immediately. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, as some of you may have heard by now, the Lakers did not <laughs> get Kawhi Leonard, but instead the Clippers did, and that was pretty crazy because um, for the longest time, uh, you heard that the Lakers were in the front. Uh, they were the front runner to get him, and. Turns out the quietest person in the room is the one that picked him up, which was the Clippers. And I don't know if you guys heard, but I think it was Maul from uh, Joe Budden Podcast that said, you know, the Clippers is mad quiet right now. They're going to get Kawhi. And after reading the stories, it I, made all the sense in the world. I've been called this shit. Yeah, I heard that. And What do you mean you hear you I don't heard recall that? you. Oh, you, you, you won't recall. It might be actually on one of our episodes, but the fact that this is the fact of the matter, right? I was very clear and adamant about the fact that and so was Kawhi. Kawhi wants to play in L.A. No doubt. He already did his due diligence for Toronto. He didn't want to be there, but he went there and he did he something. professional. 
Yeah, he was a consummate pro. He did something super amazing for that for that city, damn near the whole country, right? Call it whatever you want to do, whatever you want to call it. It is what it is, right? Here's the fact of the matter that I feel like a lot of people are not willing to accept just yet, especially Lakers fans. People don't like the fucking Lakers. Yeah. No, I've realized that. They've never liked the Lakers. People no, that's like not the true. They did. They don't like them no more. No, no. People don't. People never really like the Lakers. They like Laker players. Yeah. Right? They yeah. like Laker players. People love Kobe. People love Shaq. People love Magic. Irvin Magic Johnson. I don't think that they cared for the Lakers as an organization. No, I think it's just that they were very good at having a long range or a span of having winning titles. One, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, that's very important, and having superstars that people cared for. It's like the Patriots organization. Nobody likes them. <laughs> Except for people in Boston. They just yeah. like the f- exactly right. They only like the fact that they're winning. You know what I'm saying? And when we take it to the level of uh, the NBA players, the NBA players have had issues with the Lakers organization. The NBA players have seen discord in the Lakers organization. Why would you want to go to a house that is not standing on its two feet, its two legs? Yeah. Nobody wants. It's it's been a shit show in on the lake in the Lakers front office for a very long time. From uh, you know the late bus to the current bus to the current bus getting rid of the bus before her. Like here's it's a lot of shit. Yeah. Here's an analogy for y'all. The lake. I don't even know if I'm using it in the correct way, but uh, the Lakers are to the NBA now what Jordans are to uh, 18, 19, 20 year olds. They don't want Jordans. They want KDs. They want Kyrie's. They want Steph's. You know what I mean? Mm They still still recognize what Jordan is, Mm -hmm. but they don't want them, right? So people still recognize the dynasty that the Lakers are, but they don't want to play for the Lakers. They don't care if they go to the Clippers or they go to Golden State or Toronto if they can, you know, play with their boys or whatever it is. Like, so, I, I mean, Lakers, I don't think, will ever be what they. Well, that's not true. Their time will come again, but I think their time is still it's here. not this I don't think it's their time now. I think in it's a sense me. in the sense of having the same popularity by having star star players. I mean, LeBron is is, is going to phase out in the next few years. Um and and then who else is going to be there? And I, I mean, and they I, don't have any draft picks for at least 10 years. <laughs> I think you guys are are actually wrong. I think the issue is um, at the current moment is LeBron James. I don't think Kawhi fucks with LeBron. In James. addition to that, yes, a lot of players um, also don't fuck, fuck with LeBron, LeBron James. James. Right, and I think LeBron James coming to Lakers and trying to create a super team like he did in Miami. I don't think a lot of players like that. And I think you know Kawhi made it. He, he took the effort to you misconceive. <laughs> The Lakers. I think. I mean. I think it was. If you read the articles about what went on, the shit was on purpose. Clearly, he, he was stringing them along. He always wanted to play for the Clippers, and his first meeting was with the Clippers. And he told him, "You get Paul George, I'll come there." So I, I um, anyway, I, I just thought that was interesting. We'll see how the season will go. I will say that the NBA is wide open now. It's any team's you know championship. Yeah, uh, and if you I, I'm, couldn't I'm tell. From what we were talking, there were other free agents that went elsewhere. We just didn't mention them. Yeah, well, I was about to mention one. <laughs> I was going to mention one, uh, Jimmy Butler. Oh, so, who gives uh, no, no, let me tell you. Let me tell you why we should give a fuck. Jimmy Butler is currently on his fourth NBA team. He started off with the Bulls, 
was traded, asked to be traded to the Timberwolves, caused a ruckus there, got traded to the Sixers. Uh, there was a little grumbling there, but, you know, things progressed. They didn't progress as far as they should in the playoffs. And he became a free agent. They did a sign-and-trade, and now he's with the Miami Heat. This is what I want to say about Jimmy Butler. And this may be a hot take, but I think Jimmy Butler is slowly but surely becoming Dwight Howard. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. 100%. So, hmm. Miami will, 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 will Players be... Players don't like him. My, no, no, that's not true. He's not as good as he thinks he is. Miami will be the will and testament of Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler... Well, I'm, I don't know if players don't like him, but Jimmy Butler comes off as a personality that's... Very arrogant. No, 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 no. A so, personality that people that, that the people like. He has a good personality. Kind of like Dwight Howard had a good personality as a person. Outside of basketball. Outside of basketball, right? Everybody liked Dwight Howard. He used to, he was very comical in the in news reports and in, uh, interviews and all that stuff. Like, oh, Dwight Howard this. But then he got too big for his bridges, right? Same thing with Jimmy Butler that I see happening. At least these are the rumblings that are coming out, right? Is that he's an alpha male. He's this, he's that. He's always challenging the players. Now, People may say that what Jimmy Butler did or, or, or did in the past, right, is similar to what Kobe did, right? But there's a difference between Jimmy Butler and Kobe and that Kobe is uh, going to go down as one of the best basketball players to ever play the game of basketball. And Jimmy Butler, you're not. <laughs> I mean, Kobe has five titles. Jimmy Butler, you have zero. Okay. Are you, you're speaking to him directly now. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, right? So it's it's I think that – as he is now on this in this four year deal in Miami, they've they've made a, a play to make him the player, their franchise player, and he needs to be careful and not fuck that up, because if he does, he's just gonna be Dwight Howard. Yeah, I mean he's not a franchise player. He hasn't been a franchise player anywhere he's been, to be honest with you. He, Chicago. Oh, I mean he. Yeah, he was a franchise player. He was there. I mean, D Rose was there before. Yeah, he got hurt. And That's kind of when came. like things started like looking a little rocky, right? And, was and, when the organization tried to position him as the franchise player while D Rose was injured, and then they got rid of D Rose, and he was still there, and he was supposed to be the franchise player, but then he got into it. Everybody, yeah. Uh, right. Again, Dwight Howard. You don't ever want to be fucking Dwight Howard. So Jimmy Butler, if you're listening, <laughs> and, and and I, I fuck think, with Jimmy, uh, right? I fuck with Jimmy, but dude, don't. Don't go down that path of Dwight Howard. If He's you really like, want to dive deep, I think Kyrie is on that in that same uh, same line of same Dwight line. Howard, uh, of Jimmy Butler, of Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Oh, you don't think? Well, you can't say that because Jimmy Butler doesn't have a ring, and Kyrie You're has correct. Two? But Kyrie Three? thinks he's a. Oh, you said Kyrie. Yeah. I was thinking Kawhi, uh, but Kyrie, Kyrie thinks he's a superstar. But Kyrie, got we, a, we will move on from sports because we could go a little bit deeper on this. Uh, before I, bef- I forget, I just want to talk about this experience I just had because it was terrible. And I'm talking about a day party that I just came from. <laughs> and uh, today I went to a day party to celebrate uh, my cousin's birthday. And while I was there, I realized I am too fucking old to be out there with these peasants. <laughs> oh, shit. And yes, it sounds bad, but... Um, delivery. Yeah, I, I, so. I knew the delivery was going to be all sorts of fucked up when he started talking, but go ahead. I, it, it was just weird, yo. It, it was like... The, the whole dynamic, everything has changed. First of all, there was a lot of Snapchatting. There was a lot of Instagram snapping. 
stuff going on, people bumping into people, men wearing women clothes, just a lot of weird <laughs> shit going on. You know what I mean? And uh, even the music was just crazy. And, and the women, I was like, man, this times have changed. I just realized something. You were telling that story early on, and it didn't hit me. It just hit me. You were sober. Because <laughs> this shit been going on for the last... Nah, oh, I mean, yes. I was sober. Yes. This shit's been going on for a very long time. I, I, I guess for me, I'm just not really in the mix, though. You know, usually you're, you're on the side. Like, I couldn't even find me a corner where I could just hang by myself and just stay away from everybody. Because motherfuckers was bumping you. <laughs> and they don't get no fucks. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I feel what you're saying. Like, it has been... It has been going on for a while. I think the difference is usually when we step out, like we we usually get tables. You know what I mean? And so we may not always see what's humble going brag, on. Humble brag, humble brag. We 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 may not always see what's going on. Yeah. I, I my thing is, man, I don't like a group of tall ass motherfuckers <laughs> just dancing on close to each other. Yeah, okay. that shit is weird. Especially when I'm around. Like close to each other or close to you? Well both. both. Why you care about what they're doing with each other? Because if I'm like right in the middle of that, yeah. and your chest and face is like all in my chest and face, <laughs> right? Don't like don't. Rub and your I'm trying to mind my business. Me. Like yo, turn around. I mean, you know, take two steps back. Give give me space. Like like why do you have jeggings on? Like a leopard print shirt. Like get I, the fuck away from me. I that the I don't. The Migos is why. Uh, I that I don't I don't understand like why yo, give give me fifty feet like there used to be we used to have space in the club nah, I yeah. mean that shit funny y'all too gangster man yeah. you know you're right y'all too old and gangster because a few old niggas stepped gangster. on my shoes and I just chuckled in my head like nigga you lucky <laughs> see <laughs> see I will say that I did look back at me and say my badge yo. I said yeah that's right motherfucker yeah, see? you stepping on my these space jams bitch don't see <laughs> you went out angry you went out angry. No, I, it's, just, had no it's, it's a being different out. vibe. You know, it really was a different vibe. You know what I mean? I, I, I guess that and, just comes with age. And then the, the women are not dressing. No, they ain't been. This is what I'm saying, That's though. I know. I agree. They haven't been dressing for the last seven years. Like they don't tennis <laughs> shoes, no heels. Like what's going on? No, man? but you know what? It's oh, what been, do you mean by not dressing? They're too casual. Yeah, so it's been getting more and more and more and more casual, like. Like, yeah, you know, they used to do it up back in the day. I mean, dress, heels, everywhere you went. Everywhere. Everywhere you went. But now it's like they got, they, they just finished working out and they put their house slippers on and came, came, came out. I, I thought you meant that they didn't have any fashion sense. Because and, well, well, I mean, it's, I guess it's fashion sense because I guess it's, I mean, it's all of the above, right? It's what's popular, but. Well, because that did used to happen a lot, but that was usually on the 18 and overnights. So it was like the you know the college kids. Some of them just really wanted to go to the club and dance. So I feel like what you guys went into, it's a day party as well, too. Yeah, I, I, I will say that. that. It yeah. is a day party, and usually with day parties, it's, it's a little bit... But these niggas are going to stay lenient. until the nighttime. A, a lot of people don't know how to dress, right? There, there There's day party etiquette, right? For example, if you're going to a day party and you're a woman, you don't wear... <laughs> delivery again whatever um you don't wear you know evening sandals right you don't you, you're supposed to wear wedges you're supposed to wear sandals she really wants that no no that's what i'm saying evening sandals that's what okay. they that's what they're called like if the high heel you know strappy evening sandals like you don't wear right, those right, right. those are those are reserved for the nighttime right. you don't necessarily wear pumps either you know what i'm saying you know, you wear you wear sandals again. Day party, right? It's the summertime. You wear wedges. Right, you right, wear right. you know block heels. You do stuff like that, but you don't wear like going out at night apparel. And some people do. Right. So 
yeah, a lot of people don't know what to do, so they just do what the fuck they want to, as long as they're comfortable. Yeah, I, I will say I saw a dude in there from the nine nine to the two thousands because he had on a Nets jersey with a Nets fitted, and they're both the same color. <laughs> and, some, and, some, that, and that nigga did he have a football his, jersey underneath like Joe Biden? No, he was probably he, in his mid thirties. A, a white tee underneath. Did he, oh, he was older. Yeah, he was older. He nah. was definitely older. And if, if, before I before I, I I sound like I'm shitting on women, men should definitely not have fucking loafers on. At a day party, either like no loafers, nah, man. I mean, not 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 the nighttime loafers, right? So there are nighttime loafers and there are daytime loafers. They're <laughs> they're, boat they're, they're boat shoes, right? Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like they're definitely like you yeah. shouldn't have your red bottom spike. Yeah, your slippery earls on at a day party either. Like, <laughs> but some people just do the most. They just don't know what to do, so they do whatever. And the guys will dress up like is the '99 2000s and wear their throwback jerseys yeah, with their so fitted hats. It was, it was, yeah. Yeah. All those things are all outdated. Another dude had on. His space shoes, yo. I thought he was about to fly away about them jokes. I mean, even he, like he buying went, drinks, my nigga. I was like, gentrification is real. Wow. A what? shot of Hennessy costs eighteen dollars. I don't know what shot of Hennessy he bought. Mm. <laughs> I'm t- yo, it, it, that did you get a double? That ain't gentrification. That's been going on for a while. He caught it. He caught it. In, in DC, he caught it. Gentrification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> them prices. Is, no, that's not normal no, prices no, for drinks. No, this, in DC. This, what I'm saying is that people have been taking advantage of black people for a very long time in the club Word. industry. Word. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that when we used to work at a certain establishment, yeah. at the front door, people were charging certain people a hundred dollars to get into the club, knowing they that they're going to pay for it. So if you know people love Hennessy so much and people are going to drink oh, Hennessy, why don't Hennessy. you hike up the price? Yeah, yeah. supply and demand. Yeah, no, that's and, right. and, and black people are just being very ignorant about it and don't care regardless. You better switch to Tito's, like my drinking ass. Hennessy. <laughs> like this, you know, I had the thought. I was like, am I going to drink dark or am I going to drink light? And I said, okay, the only dark in here is Hennessy. So I said, fuck. But never again will I ever drink dark liquor in ah. D.C. I'm not paying them price, especially Hennessy. That shit is crazy, yo. You, you know, it's funny. On the 4th of July, my wife and I went to this bar that we usually go to around here. And we were sitting at the bar. And at the bar was, at the tap was a bottle. And it was a Tito's bottle. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tap. Oh, they got Tito's on tap now. It was a, it was a, it was a Tito's, Tito's lemonade. But, and then it hit me. If you remember back in 2013, yep. when we were at when we were Caribana, we were in Caribana, and you know there were some chicks, and I was trying to tell them, I was like, oh no, it wasn't 2013, it was 2014, because I remember I learned about um, Tito's when I was out in Cali with a friend, uh, with a coworker who lived in Austin, telling me about Tito's, right? And he was just telling me all this stuff about Tito's. It's like one of the only American vodkas, et cetera, et cetera. I was like, yo, this is going to be like a staple going forward. And I was trying to tell these women, they would. They were trying to clown me, like, oh, get out of here. You don't know what you're talking about. Literally, like, a week after, they saw that Tito's was starting to pop up everywhere, and now Tito's is a mainstay everywhere. everywhere. So I just uh, humble brag there real quick. Wait, so you just wanted to say that? Yeah, I just wanted to say that. Yeah, I just to say that. <laughs> he said humble brag. I, I thought you was going somewhere else. That shit that wasn't shit. a little yeah, humble brag. But, but I say that to say that soon enough, Tito's is going to start costing an arm and a leg. Remember right. when we were on Ciroc before Diddy had Ciroc? Yeah. Right? I mean... And it was cheap back then, and then it became very expensive. You're right. They be raping black people. Yes. This is not right. Yeah. Yes. And we're, we really are the ones Who's that do it to ourselves. It? Right. Yeah, we that. do it to ourselves. Like, the club establishments that we worked at that were doing an upcharge three times, four there times. There should be a law. They have markup. to put a cap on how high they can go when they charge people. Like, seriously. I mean, that that's just not right. I mean, Ace of Spades is so going for So, on, on, on regular white night, you're telling me... A, a, a shot of Hennessy is. is I, not buying see, Hennessy. I don't. I don't know that. So, 
Come on, come on. It's the club, right? You do know that they have different menus for different nights, right? That's fucking wild, bro. No, I, I, don't I mean, that, that should let you know that right there. They have different menus for different nights. They will never publish their menus. <laughs> Shit is no, wild. I, I don't want to talk about this. Shit is wild. This is just pissing me the fuck off. Shit is fucking wild. It's, it's, what are you talking about? We, you knew this. This is the reason why we wanted to open up a club a while back. So we could rape black people. And we said it. that. Yeah, we did. We well, did say I didn't that. Say it. Y'all did. Y'all did. <laughs> this is a bad delivery, but again, you know, I'm yeah, just I I'm mean, not I'm not doing it. Y'all I'm not gonna do that, it. Man. I mean, I guess for Shut me. Up. <laughs> you know, snitch ass. <laughs> I think it just hit, it hit differently this time around. It was just weird. The vibe was off. Yeah, because you were the one getting raped. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were the one getting raped. Word. I will say this though. It's a good time to be Nigerian. Because there was a lot of Nigerians in there. They were playing a lot of Afro beats. And, um, you know, it was represented well. And I just remember, you know, during our time when we was going to the clubs, in our 20s, early 20s in particular, reggae was, like, hot. And everybody from the island was just killing it. And it feels like, you know, these people from Africa, it's really their time. Fam, up until two years ago, they were calling Afro beats reggae. I know. One like, of the niggas at the bar shop. Joe Button definitely made that mistake. And I Nigga, was, was fuming at in my lips. I had to correct his ass while <laughs> right. getting the shape up. Right, right, <laughs> like, right. Dude, <laughs> let me tell this nigga that they yeah, ain't reggae. Let me school you real quick. Yeah. But I mean, I would I would go a little bit beyond that, I, and I think it's just it's a beautiful time to be you know black and know that you yeah. are of African descent and start to appreciate the music from the motherland. I mean, I think that in its own is is the biggest thing that could come out of this. Right. I mean, yes, Nigeria's on the map, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's cool, but I think it's just better that we we've gotten to the point where you know, it's, and it's not just Nigerian music, right? Afrobeats is not just Nigerian. It it spans from Sierra Leone, it spans from uh, Ghana, Liberia, and all those other places, yeah, even South East Africa, Africa to Australia. South Africa, right? And it's just, I, I think the beauty of it all is that people get a chance to listen to, you know, the music of the land that they originally hailed from. So I think that's the best part about it. Yeah, I mean, and the stuff, the trap stuff is just garbage. <laughs> I mean, you can only listen to so much. I mean, ha- yeah, 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 you can only listen to like, so much. It has its time, it has its place. Yeah. But. yeah. Yo, but that, that takes us, I think, into the next topic. I don't know. Um, the best era for music and the reason why i was thinking about this is because i can't rem- i can't remember where i was i think it was uh last weekend last weekend yeah yeah, yeah. i went out when i was in philly and um we were out at the at a, a bar in uh philly and it was packed and it was chill and it was a definitely a younger crowd like you know i'm, I'm in my what low 30s they were definitely like in there 25 and younger and Yo, when the 90s R&B came on, man, like, that shit really started to turn up. You know, I always think that's not this generation's music. Like, they don't know that music. So, when they hear a lot of songs, they're like, what is it? There's still a whole bunch of songs that they don't know. You know? But I was like, yo, this shit is just fantastic, man. Song after song, hit after hit. Yo, like, it's just, you just feel that shit in your body and your soul. You can't help but sing, dance, whatever. And it's like. I don't feel that way now. I mean, you won't, though. About what? 90s music? Yeah. But I feel like another generation, uh, uh, gener- uh, decade that makes me feel that way is the 60s, yo. Music from the 60s, man. And some people could have been looking at you like, what you know about that, too, right? Yeah, you're right. I don't understand it in the same way they do. But, like, I mean, that first of all, that era of music has big influence in uh, 
I would say oh, yeah. from 90s on. This modern you know day I mean? music. Yeah, yeah a, lot, a lot of uh, classical songs and, and, and music are made from 60s and 70s. Classical yeah, that, that, songs or classic songs? Uh, that's a classical, yeah, classic okay. songs. Because <laughs> so, yeah. he looked at you too, like, wait a minute, no, what? not classic, classic, classic songs. Yeah, yeah. So, so that makes sense. No, I agree. I, in college, I started to fall in love with like the, the. I mean, I'd heard some things growing up with my parents, but I started to fall in love with like fifties and sixties music. You know, Isley Brothers, Otis, and all those type of people, right? So, I've definitely listened to that shit. But to your question was about the best era, right? Yeah. Are we talking about a span of a decade? I, I, think, how it do we, span, how I do, think a span of a decade. Okay. This is my response. 1995 to 2005. You got a little okay. bit of everything. You got you got your big. You got your Pac. You got some of your big L. I don't know. Was he dead by then? 95? No, he, he, he was alive. He was alive, right? You got some of your big L. You got some of the... Older stuff that were still around, and then you started to get some of the newer stuff, right? Uh, you got your older R&B, which some of those R&B artists, like your 112, had that sound, and then they started to create this newer sound that happened in the early 2000s. I mean, uh, you know, and then you get your you get your M's. However, you might feel about Eminem, you get your a little bit of an NWAs, you get a little bit about your of your Dr. Dre's, your Snoop Dogs, you get a little bit of of 50 Cent, you get John really Rue, you get Ashanti. Like, yeah. cause you, you didn't mention Jodeci, Silk, you know, you, yeah. didn't, you didn't mention none of them niggas, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, So this is this is going to go a little bit off topic, but not really. <laughs> but I stopped at 2005 for a reason. But that's that's what I feel like this John, this generation of music is missing, yo. R&B groups. Mm. Yo, it's, it's the Show. groups, yo. Right. It's the groups of the 90s, yo. The groups of the 60s, man, that made them those eras, yo, just phenomenal as far as music goes. Well, we yeah. don't. You know, I mean, we got. Well, you got the Migos, but they're not. They're not R and B, right? They're not R and B. I think what we gotta keep in mind is like with everything that you start from the beginning and then becomes to grow and get popular. It, it gets more. It becomes cookie cutter, even with homes. And I think music. When you talk about rap artists, you talk about R and B artists. Just artists in general. Their their product becomes very cookie cutter, and it's what's the cheapest way to put this shit together to make the most amount of money we can, and I don't think groups are it anymore, really, uh, and so you, you get that. I mean, I won't say it's the cheapest way, but it's 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 business, right? It's like if you have a group of four people, you got to split the money four ways yeah. versus if it's just one person, right? I think things are being done quote unquote cheaply now just because technology is getting better yeah, you know I mean sure. we, I just heard on a, on the Joe Budden podcast it's a guy that can you know create beats and mix and all that shit right from his iPhone right some people have just developed that skill yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was his face uh, Soldier Boy like he popped on the scene because he did he broke it down to some of the, some of the most simplistic beats and that shit rocked you know what I'm saying? While, you know, people like Ryan Leslie was playing 50,000 instruments with acoustic yeah. bikes and trying to get that shit popping. Like, it's... But yeah, I, but it seems like it's only happened to two genres of music, though. What, right? ours? R&B? Well, hip-hop? Hip-hop. Yeah, hip-hop. hip-hop. Uh, and I, I mean, as far... I, I, music has, for the other ones, has pretty much stayed the same, and you still have a lot of groups. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I mean, we, I don't Jonas listen to... Brothers might be the last... Oh, you think okay. that popped out, and that was a, a little bit of a while back, right? Yeah, right. Dixie still, Chicks, they still torn. Dixie Chicks, but the long the longevity of these groups keep them relevant, right? So 
they may have pop, popped off in the, you know, early in their careers, but they're still touring, still doing their music now. Mm-hmm. Like, our our groups, I mean, I guess they're still doing a little bit of that. They're trying to. Everybody's trying to get that, that reunion tour back. But, but, but you've seen what plagued some of them, right? So what plagued some of them was their... Uh, their their lack of an acumen for the music industry, right? Where play some of them was their lack of a business acumen because, you know, they made shitty deals, right? There's the Wu Tang doc that's out there, and a lot they signed away their masters. They didn't really get paid a good amount of money, so that's what really fucked up the businesses because yeah. a lot of people were, you know, pouring their heart and souls and not really getting a return on their investment. They were like, "Fuck this," which doesn't make sense this. to me because I was watching The Godfather. Um, documentary, I think it was it called Black Godfather or whatever, and he's pretty much the guy that was behind a, a lot of stuff that happened in the music industry as far as black people are concerned from as early as the 70s. And you know, his, his overall goal was to really educate black people on everything, even including movies and copyrights. And I, what I don't understand is. When you mold people like um, Babyface and what's that nigga that's with Babyface? Um, Brian McKnight. No, no, it's Babyface had a label with the other nigga. What? I don't know. I think great. Um, Joe Button doesn't like this nigga. Um, <laughs> I can't remember his name. Another executive, but they raped TLC. But they were taught the game, which is, and you know, in his mind, the premise was. You passed this down, and they didn't do that. It was like a generation that just didn't do that. Pete Diddy didn't do that. He took niggas' rights um, as far as uh, their masters. Um, and a lot of artists or a lot of executives did that, and I think that kind of tainted the game as well. But to answer your question, I don't think anyone can properly answer that question because I think, in general, most people who live in the moment will say whatever was dear to them at the time is the music that they love the most so if you met your sweet 16 um what is it high school sweetheart or whatever and it, and you was in the 70s and you had your temptations and you you know you had motown popping during that time you're gonna say yo they made the best type of music of all time whereas somebody who grew up in the 90s you know what i mean might be different um uh, i remember I remember going to my my wife's house in high school in the summertime, and she had a little incense burning in the background, you know what I'm saying? She had music, soul child. She had a whole bunch of other things. I could say that era, which is around the early 2000s to the 90s, is is what, you know, really hit home. So it's hard to say what era or what decade is really... L.A. Reid? Yeah, L.A. (laughs) Reid. That nigga. Uh, you know what's what's popular, so I don't know. It's hard to say. Whenever you get into these battles, same thing with, with fucking sports. Who's better, LeBron James or Michael Jordan? You know who would have won this? The, you know the Lakers or the Bulls or the Warriors? Like it's it's really hard to say. I mean, I'm I thought it was a subjective question, right? Well, yeah. And my subjective answer is ninety five to two thousand five. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I, I, however, think that um sixties, huh? I I however think that music that is coming out now, they're not going to be playing in ten, fifteen, twenty years. Right, they're not. You don't. You disagree. I I would only because older generations said the same thing about hip hop, and yeah, that, they didn't think it was gonna last. They didn't think it was gonna last, and that's what's happening right now. Well, guess what? Hip hop is not gonna last at the rate that it's going. People are playing. People are playing Rat some movie. of the older shit from when it initially started. Right now, now 
I really think that there's a portion of the 2000s that would never make the light of day again. Uh, the snap music shit, no, it's nowhere. Lean with it, rock with it. Well, Not see, really popping. Those are very gimmicky, and they're going to put yeah. those in commercials. Though. But this other I stuff? I haven't heard them. Well, the ringtone know. raps? Haven't heard them. I don't know. I will say this, though, after, as we move off of this topic, Matt. Teddy Pendergrass? Yo, they have a Lifetime Beast. movie about him? Beast. Um, they have one on uh, Showtime, too, I believe. Well, Showtime, yeah. So yeah I yeah. said Lifetime, but it's yeah. on Showtime. Showtime, yeah, absolutely. Yo, check that out if y'all Beast. haven't watched it. Yo, I, I was like, God damn. He, 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 I was like, you know what? He, I might like him almost very close to as much as I like David Ruffin as far as his, his voice and his sound, man. I mean, nobody does it like David Ruffin, even Marvin Gaye said it. Yo, but Teddy Pendergrass, yo, was Marvin killed it. Voice was, uh, killed it. And, and, and the thing is, he's not even getting credited for half of his, um, work because he was part of a group. And it was Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. So they thought he was Harold Melvin was singing all the songs that he was actually singing, and that shit is crazy. Wait, is it? Did you say Teddy Riley or Teddy Pendergrass? I said Teddy. Who the Teddy Riley? I thought you said because you're talking about Teddy Pendergrass. Yeah, right? Teddy. Pendergrass. Yeah, yeah. I heard about that. I heard about it. I yeah. heard it was pretty good. But I thought at first I thought you said Teddy Riley. No, nah, man, Teddy Pendergrass. Yo. Check so, the fucking tapes. That nigga said Teddy. Right. <laughs> I was like, what? So, no, no, I thought it said Teddy Pendergrass because he was talking about the Showtime show. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> I knew exactly what you were talking about. Yeah, man. So. I mean, it's, it's funny. There's a lot of history uh, about what happened in the music game up until this point that uh, we just wasn't privy to as, as listeners. And when you start to to watch some of these documentaries that you're seeing on Showtime and Netflix, it's pretty dope. I mean, just education on on, on hip hop or who's behind the scenes. I'm putting some of these things together. Like I said, the the Black Godfather or whatever on Netflix, there was an issue with uh, Michael Jackson. And I, don't, I don't know if it was Prince or somebody else. They they put a CD together, and at the time, Michael Jackson's was CBS, and you know the 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 CD or the song they put together was under a different label, and of course, Michael Jackson couldn't do it. Well, this nigga comes in the room, all white executives, and tell them niggas, this is what you're gonna do. Needless to say, they put the album out with Michael Jackson, and like it's it's things like that they don't talk about, and it's because, to me, it's a conspiracy. You have all these black people who did a lot of good stuff for the industry, for the music, and we need to recognize them. And you know, we haven't really had an opportunity up until this point because right now it's a fad to have these documentaries on these people and the things that they did. So it's pretty dope. Well, yeah, you definitely took it somewhere that I wasn't going, because um, <laughs> Harold Melvin was black, but uh, and they were label mates. I mean, they were group mates. But uh, funny story about this Teddy Pendergrass is that you know he was a quadriplegic. Uh, Nineteen eighty-two, he got into a car accident, left him paralyzed, right? And so, the 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 craziest plot twist on this documentary was that the woman that he had in his car that he that he had seen before but this was his first time like picking her up she was a man <laughs> and so his manager this white guy from california said he must have put his hand down her pants and felt a penis and that's what caused him to crash the car it's not funny yeah. it's it's fucking hilarious it's <laughs> <laughs> not funny no it is it is because when you watch it and 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 it's funny because she apparently didn't have a penis for almost 40 years but like what like it was this crazy white man that was just talking just making funny shit but yeah um plot twist that shit got me i thought it was gonna be a conspiracy plot twist and they talking about 
he riding in the car with a man. Hmm. <laughs> I thought the shit. He ain't know. I thought the shit you were gonna talk about was all the racism bullshit that he faced, but nah, nah. I guess not that. <laughs> no, no, you took it somewhere else. Let's uh, <laughs> let's dive into yeah. Meek Mills. Um, we had a conversation. You, you know, it's Meek Mill, right? I know. I call him Meek Mills. Okay. Let me let me just call it how I you call, call him it. Meeks. <laughs> I didn't say Meeks. I said Meek Mills. <laughs> oh, because that would be crazy, right? Exactly. Meeks would be crazy. Mills, Meeks not so much. Mills, no. But uh, um, we talked about Meek Mill earlier in the week and how um, apparently he is now the co-owner of Sports Apparel Retail Retailer Lids. And um, we had a conversation about Liz because I thought it was pretty dope. Like, oh, okay, you know, he's trying to be a little bit more business savvy. And, you know, he he's a co-owner of a business, which I thought was, you know, pretty pretty decent to start off with and something that can grow. And um, a lot of feedback that I got was negative. Like, who gives a fuck about Liz? Like, who's really wearing hats and things like that anymore? Talk, talk about one of the people who, t- who, who said that. Uh, Obi Wan. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I, I just wanted you to call him out. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I agreed with him. But I didn't say I didn't say I didn't say anything, but I just wanted you to you know make a have yeah, a conversation. So, you know, Obi Wan was kind of shitting on it, and at first, you know, I thought he was kind of hating on uh, Meek Mill and his growth. But uh, you know, uh, so Obi Wan, what is your thoughts on Meek Mill? I'm definitely not hating on Meek Mill. I mean, it's good for him that he's doing. Uh, doing things to try to enhance his his um, his livelihood, his business acumen, or whatever. Maybe give back um, to the people of Philadelphia. Yeah, outside of music, I just said, "Who the hell still wears lids?" <laughs> like seriously, when was the last time you've been in a lids? When was the last time you've seen it? And if you seen, if you saw it, did somebody have to point it out for you? Because you just walked right past that shit. I can't tell you the last time I saw lids. Well, I can answer that correctly for you. I saw lids in Towson Mall, and it's on one of the main floors there, and it's still popping. There's a lot of people in there because they do a lot more than just hats. Do they? Because I will say this. I mean, they you're do, right. I mean, they do sports apparel. So, like, they do... Like, I didn't know they do apparel. Yeah, yeah, that's... I mean... Lids does apparel? That must be new. I haven't been in the lids in, like, yeah, eons. But I remember I, I only went there one time when I was trying to find a hat. Because I was going to a game or some shit like that. And I wanted to represent for my yeah, team. This is a while back. of sports apparel. Well, well... A hat is a sports apparel. Yeah. So, but when but, you but say I, sports apparel, I felt like you were talking about jerseys. I've seen. They, I think I've, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen jerseys in there. But don't quote me on it. I could be wrong, but I feel like I've seen it in there. Not, not only that, like you know how we're trying to get um, some of our stuff printed out. They they do that too. Like we talked about. I always knew that. It's just too expensive though. It is very expensive. Well, well, I mean, here's the thing, right? That's that's great, right? I guess you know sports fans are going to lids, but not every regular day, regular day people who go to the club on Fridays and Saturdays are going. So you talking about black people, like we used to do back in the day, like because white people might still take their kids to lids to go get a baseball. For sports sports fans, as I said, right? Yeah, they just get but, that shit at the game, yo. and and right, and you can get it cheaper on Amazon or even right. freaking like Coles. You know? Like, ain't nobody gonna go spend hundred fifty dollars at lids on a jersey that you can get for fifty dollars elsewhere. I'm just saying, yo. but back in the day, yo, <laughs> yo, we had. I still got fitted from back in the day, man. Right? Stick on time. Well, the stick on it, like new era. Like we used to go there not because we wanted to wear it to the game, yo, because we it was a fashion statement. It's not the same no fashion statement that it is today, as far as wearing fitteds, and that's probably where their bulk of their business came from, fitteds. And like, 
I, I, Black who? <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, out to that, tell it to that nigga that you seen in the club today. Who wears? <laughs> all right. Yeah, he had on a jersey as well. I'm sure he didn't get it from lids. But like nobody wears fitteds like that as a fashion apparel fashion statement. So like, I think it's a good investment for him. But nobody wears lids. He, I, yeah, nobody's wearing lids. So it's a good investment. I mean, he's making moves, but I, I don't know how this is really gonna pan out for him. Like, I mean, like I said on on the thread when we talk about it, I, I feel like he surround he has surrounded himself around a lot of business savvy people, such as Jay Z, such as the seventy six owners, um, such as the Patriots owner, and I think you know, I, I feel confident enough without actually knowing that he wouldn't make a bad business decision with these people in his corner. If that makes sense, I feel like you we know, know we know they're in his corner for a fact. Oh yeah, they they, they are backing him. They I, they are they backed him on this deal, or I don't think I don't think no. In general, they are in his corner. They support him. Yeah, I don't think he's running his business dealings or questions through them. I don't think that. Well, I, I, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know. Right? I mean, if, if I have those type of resources. At my disposal, I would run some of my ideas and, and things that I want to do through, at the very least, one of those people. I mean, all, all of them are billionaires, you know, so they, they've done something. Right? So you're right. I don't I don't I think the way you're speaking about these guys being in this corner is not actually the way in which they they oh. are. Right. <laughs> I think he's been surrounded around them to know that he has to step his game up and not just solely focus on being a rapper. Or whatever, but go out there and try to multiple be multiple streams of income, right? Yeah, but I don't think Jay Z said, "Yo, lids, get on it." <laughs> I mean, obviously not. But he Meek might have been like, "Yo, you know, I'm thinking about investing in lids. What do you think about?" That? I don't you think-, think he said that either. So you know, there's a quote. You know, he says Jay Z built businesses and he built things that made him become the man who he is. Uh, that we could call a billionaire today, right? I watched that and I studied that. That's why I'm working the way I am now to build a foundation for myself, too. So what that sounds like to me is that he's just he is being influenced by the people around him and he's trying to do his own thing. But that doesn't necessarily they're saying him, you know, go do this. I also think that you could be Jay-Z, you could be Warren Buffett and you can still make a bad. You can still make. um, Absolutely. You know, bad bad business decisions. I mean, I think that happens every day when you're. In the business of making business decisions, not everything is going to work. Yeah. And I'm not saying this is not going to work. I just don't think that it's. I don't think Lids is a successful um, store as it used to be anymore. And I think it's more on the decline than it is on the incline, which is probably why they brought Meek in to yeah. maybe hopefully bring them back to their former glory. But I don't think people are going to start wearing fitteds. Not unless he has innovative ways. And I, I think, okay, so we talk about fitteds. Uh, I think they also sell snapbacks, but I don't think yeah. they sell dad hats, right? And and dad hats are kind of in too. Uh, and, and as a store that's called Lids, they don't sell all kinds of lids, just sports apparel lids. Right. So maybe there's a way that he can innovate that shit. And, you know, listening to the uh, Joe Budden podcast, they definitely mentioned how, I ain't I ain't really seen Meek Mill in a in a fitted. I mean, I have, but it's not it's not his everyday apparel like say a fabulous, right? Or say a uh, what's that dude? What's that? What's that DJ's name? Oh, Clue. DJ Clue, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? So it's just it was just kind of weird, but you know, 
I, I wish him good luck. I hope it pans out for him. I hope he proves us wrong. It's just that on the surface, it doesn't look like a good business deal. But they said that about Jay Z and and um, title. Yeah. So and it, it does look like uh, Michael Rubin, who's a co-owner of the Seventy Sixers, is a uh, part of it has ownership of lids as well. So I can see that person being an influence and saying, "Hey, mm-hmm. you know, get on this. Get we on could this. use you." Um, I, but once again, I don't see how that he's going to. I mean, you just never know. That. Fifty Cent had vitamin water, and you know, some people might be like, "Why the fuck are you investing in vitamin water?" Uh, you know. But to Obi Wan's point, though, to Obi Wan's point, those rich billionaires make bad business decisions as well all the time. Yeah, all the I get time that. So. I get that. And, and yeah. vitamin, I guess what I'm saying we just don't know what this. Here, here's the thing. I mean, vitamin water is not what it was when Fifty Cent got it and sold it today. I mean, so, everything st- that starts hot fizzles out. Right. Yeah. He got. So he he else. was lucky that he got he got paid yeah. off. Like he got paid for it. it, yeah. it it's like you know I mean? so. For example, right? It'll be like if somebody said, "Oh, Meek Mills bought uh, a steak in Chipotle," and we're gonna we're gonna look like. Wait, Chipotle is not as hot as it used to be. Like, they might be doing good, but to us, when it started and it was at its peak, it's definitely declined mm-hmm. since then. You know well, what I mean? They, so they've had a lot of issues. With yeah, yeah, exactly. So issues. some people will be like, "That's not a good decision," but it just might actually right. be one. It's just not as hot as it used to be. What Meek needs to do is go get himself a burger joint. Uh, a franchise Chick Fil A wings joint, you know, yeah, wings think, joint okay, okay. Like that. I don't want to do that. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to start telling all niggas to go get some fast food chain. And, no, because and, and these why not? No, how, this how do is, you think Magic got his money? Yeah, I, mean, I, this I is understand be, that, but that don't work for everybody. Well, I think if you buy the right one, it's going to be steady income. It may not be millions of dollars but it will be steady income so that way you can go back and still continue invest in other ways uh, there's one there's more than one way to skin a cat and and you know meek will figure that out and you know hopefully for him this is a good investment and we'll see what happens he, he'll probably like you said be the face of this and and try to bring this back into the hip-hop world which it was once it once was and see what happens from there i'm telling peter so when Sorry. i'm telling peter yeah oh, okay Obi got it, or maybe he didn't. I wasn't listening. To oh, him. more than one way to skin a cat. Apparently, that's very cruel to animals. Yeah, so, I'm telling Peter. I know that's why I laughed. <laughs> that laugh. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say. Moving on. Oh, you that's what I thought you were gonna I say. Was that, ready to say that. I felt like that was a perfect moment for you it to was. say it. So I was waiting for you to say it. You stole the words right out of my mouth. Pause. Pause. <laughs> Immature. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Uh, Ike the Great is not saying that no more. But yeah, moving on. Um, we we talk about this from time to time about how colorism might be something that's uh, present when making movies. Uh, well, Denzel and was part of the cast for Fence. Was is it Fence or Fences? I can't. Fences. Remember. Fences was asked about um, if the movie could have worked if it was a. I don't, if it was a different cast, like all white cast, white director, whatever, uh, I mean, he pretty much was like, it's not a, a color thing, it's a culture thing. And for me, it had me thinking um, about that statement because it was kind of like, you know, a lot of things. Well, hold on, man. <laughs> Can I say something? Yeah, One, on. I never know where you're going sometimes. <laughs> <All right. Yep. laughs> 
like you, <laughs> right? You just took us in like two different directions. <laughs> yeah. So I'm waiting for you to finish. Well, thank you. No, I, was, I, mean, I, I think you did finish. No, because I think <laughs> no, he's not I, I finished. Finish, there was no well, pause or anything. The you reason said, why I cut you off. the reason why I had to cut you off is I didn't cut you off for that. I cut you off because if you're gonna quote what he said, I just want it to be accurate. Okay, go ahead. Right, and then he said it's not color, it's culture. And and he was they were talking about the importance of having uh, black directors, right? Which is what I was going to explain. Yeah, I wanted to pull up the since I'm connected. No, yeah. oh yeah, 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 go go ahead. Ahead. yeah. Yeah, y'all keep talking though. I'll pull it up after I find it. Yeah, you, you got to let me finish because that's where I was getting at the culture. No, and, what? Anyway, oh, okay. But the momentum is gone now, so just go ahead and go. <laughs> no, I was just saying I you had mentioned what he said, and I just you know. Yeah, you talked about colorism or, or, yeah, color versus culture. I did say that when I was talking. (laughs) (laughs) But we can check the tapes. All right, let me play this shit. Uh, Trying something out, guys, so let's see what happens. So why do you need a uh, black director? Could a white director not have... It's not color, it's culture. Explain the difference, because I think we're we're in a Steven Spielberg did Schindler's List. Mm Mm-hmm. Martin Scorsese did Goodfellas, right? Steven Spielberg could direct Goodfellas. Martin Scorsese probably could have done a good job with Schindler's List, but they're cultural differences. You know, I know, you know, we all know what it is when a hot comb hits your hair on a Sunday morning, mm-hmm. what it smells like. Huh? That's a cultural difference, not just a color difference. Right. So it's the culture. So all why right. did he need a uh, black director? Could a white we're back. So oh, he said uh, it was a cultural thing. No, no, no uh, I'm let Obi Wan Obi Wan because you know I, I didn't. I finished say correctly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well I did great. What happened? Uh, what do you have to say about this? Yeah. Uh, well, what was your? Where were you going? I, I don't. I don't know now. I lost <laughs> it. It's one hundred percent. Because gone. In, in my mind, right. It actually debunked one of the theories you had when you brought up the whole Will Smith playing a whole bunch of dark skin characters all the time. Mm-hmm. And him saying that as long as the culture is right, that's all that matters. That's that's what I heard, right? Is that as long as the culture is right, the characters can be whomever. So the culture is ultimately around the director because the director is ultimately who makes it what it is. Well, for me, culture is colorism it is a color thing because there is black culture there is white culture essentially and although you can't have white people playing things that are are deemed culture that black people have and vice versa it's it's still a color it's still a color issue but can you have light-skinned people do it Mm -hmm. can you have i mean I guess black is black, right? Whether you're light or black. However, it's not a true depiction of the person. And and when we talk about colorism within the black community, that's still a problem that we have to be sensitive to. Was Fences a true story? Uh, I think so. No, no, no. It wasn't. It, it was a, a play. This is a true story play. I don't know, <laughs> but it was a play. Okay. Well, I mean, when we talk about color, I think we, we're particularly talking about um, black and white. And a lot of times we see, we see backlash um, when they, you know, they pick a a black person to play like a, a, or or we see backlash when they pick someone who is whitewashed to play um, 
a character a, 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 a lot of times a, um, a a real person right they're portraying a real person so maybe it was from a book or maybe it was from from real life and what ends up happening is you you by whitewashing the character or even whitewashing the script you're whitewashing the the culture and you're you're and and we've seen that happen through history right the idea i think of having black directors in in in, and black actors and black cast actresses and black and black cast is that you you don't you no longer white wash that culture right because black american culture is a real thing and and so is african culture in america and so is other cultures of other countries in america it's a real thing but we find that a lot of times that that black american culture is being whitewashed is being watered down we're not getting the authenticity of it because you have a white director with a maybe a uh black and white you know somebody that's biracial uh uh, actor or actress or a white actress you know portraying something that ideally is significant to the black culture so it sounds like you don't agree with his statement that that it is a color thing uh or his statement of saying that it's a culture thing versus a color thing because essentially what you're saying it is a color it comes down so it, it is a color thing and because it is a color thing we need to make it a culture thing. So I do agree with this statement, right? I think what he's saying is we're making it about color, but it's not about color. It is culture. The reason why it is important to have this is so that we can continue to show and portray the culture because what we do is dilute that and make it a color thing. And now we're taking away not only from the culture and what we want to depict, we're, we're, we're making it about something that really has absolutely nothing to do with you know, what's going on. Your example of Will Smith playing African, African man. I mean that that's a good example. I think the argument was if if you can get a good actor to, to um, portray that person, then you know, and it gets the job done. That's fine. But are there cult- cultural differences that an African actor or a Nigerian actor or you know Igbo actor is going to understand that? Will Smith will never be un- able to understand. Yes, and is it significant? Yes, in which case it needs to be portrayed. I mean, well, that is to me is a better example of like you said, using the culture statement for uh, for a movie versus uh, what Denzel chose to use for Fences, because Fences and movies like Fences are a um, color issue. But when you talk about culture and you talk about African-American culture yeah. versus African culture, I don't think a African-American should be playing a African if they are qualified Africans to play that role. Well, so, but you... I Now I'm confused by your position because you just said fences is a color thing and not a culture thing? Yeah, I, I think fences is... No, I, I feel like the statement that he said... It, that it's a culture thing versus a color thing, I don't think it's true. I think it's always going to be a color thing. But if you want to have a an example where it is a culture thing, that makes sense to me is when you choose Will Smith to play a African man. So I think we're kind of missing the point, right? The reason why he said that was that, you know, basically they were asking about having a black director for Fences, right? Right. The culture in which that's portrayed in Fences is is uniquely a black culture. So only 
a but, black director who's who's experienced that could actually bring that out in the film. Right, so an African director or African group of people could not do the same thing. Not in the same way. They're not privy to that. Not in the same way. Okay. Just like having an American artist, American uh, director do, what was the move? Concussion is not going to be the same as having the actual, having an African director who was there during that time and experienced it actually bring truth to it. Or, or Ryan Coogler in Black Panther. <coughs> or, well, or, that's, that, that, that's, uh, <laughs> that one, what, fiction? That's not even. I mean, they were trying to portray a fictional place Everything about that it was, was Africa. So, so there is no real. Or Ryan Coogler. Africa is real. Fruit, I mean, Africa is real. Or yeah. Fruitvale I, Station. I, white is man, a, African is real. Fruit, Fruitvale <laughs> Station is a better example of that. No, I'm just saying that. It's a good example that Ryan Coogler did that. I think he should not have done Black Panther. That's just my two cents. Oh, okay. Interesting. Anyway, I mean, look, color, colorism is always going to be in these things. But I think for the sake of it, I think what he's basically saying is that it shouldn't be about the color. It should really be about the culture. The culture. If we want it to be portrayed in the correct way, then we, we, need, we need to have the, the people who actually know and understand it being the ones to do it, whether that's the the director, the producer, the uh, the cast, I think he's saying they need to be the one to do it. I mean, if you when they see us, that's another good one. Like we could have gotten got went and got the best director in Hollywood to do it, and it would have been good. But the authenticity of it and the the empathy that you feel. You don't just feel it from you don't just feel it from a point of being an outsider looking in. You feel it from a point of being an insider, being in those their shoes and knowing to a certain degree what they've experienced. That's a culture thing. I mean, no, I don't care how good of a director you are, you can't portray that if you haven't experienced that. Yeah, no, I understand. Honestly, my mind, man, if the shit is good, if the shit is good, the shit is good. I don't give a fuck, yo. <laughs> like, if it's good, like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. If if a white man just happened to be able to portray that shit well, sh- kudos to kudos him. To no, If a white woman was able to do that shit, kudos to her. But I, I think the premise is they wouldn't be able to do it well, well because they don't understand the culture. Well, I don't think that's what it... They're consultants for reasons like this. I mean, I think they can do it well. You're right, but will it be will it be accurate and will it be authentic? I mean, if it's good, it's good. That's great, right? But are there will there be people, will there be someone who's upset because it wasn't done in a way in which I I think I think the problem is or going back to Obi Wan's point, and I didn't understand what he was saying, and I do is if you start whitewashing shit, right? Like, if you are the director, you've gotten your consultants that are of the diaspora right. or of the culture, and you are hearkening to what they're saying, but you're saying, okay, I want to put a little bit of a spin on it from a cinematic perspective. Let me know what you think. And if they say, nah, that's really going to take away from the element of the substance of the culture, and if he listens or if she listens, then cool. But if it starts being a problem when they don't listen. So, going back to Obi-Wan's point, if they are whitewashing shit, so to speak, then 
Now that shit is probably not going to be depicted accurately. But if they do it the right way and they get the consultants that they need to get, because they always do, right? If they do a movie about a, a, a club scene, a, about, about a nightclub, or if they do the movie about the NFL or whatever, they have NFL players, they have club owners, whoever, right. as consultants. And ultimately, they just have to listen to them. And if they don't, and they, you know, whitewash it or uh, artistically change it, then yes, it's going to take away from it. Yeah, I, I don't want to drag this out, but is whitewashing a culture thing or a color thing? Well, white culture is different from black culture, so that's the reason. I was just using his words. Right. Yeah. So that's what I'm just I, trying to understand. When you whitewash something, right? I, I don't know, but I, I feel that this is an everyday experience that we overlook, right? Um, we, we, we overlook it when it comes to um, these retail stores not having black people to portray black people in commercials in a, in a, what we deem an appropriate way, right? You have a team of white people and then you go out and you put a black person in, you know, for example, a monkey teacher, right? And you don't quite understand why that's offensive, right? Um, I think we see it with, with, with white people adopting black kids and we, their hair is not taken care of. I mean, we, we overlook it. We, we chalk it up to color and say, well, they're white person, they don't know what they're doing. But it's not even so much color as it is, it's, it's culture. And what tends to happen is when you are not of that culture, you miss those, you miss that. Like, you just miss it and that's an issue. And so it's easy to say that it's a black and white thing, but it's not simply just that. But yes, we are dragging this out. We got shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get to shout outs, I do want to, you know, we always got to do something like the battle of the sexes before. Oh, battle of sexes. And I, I, want, I also want to do that Chris Brown, Kelly Rowland one too. Yeah, this is going to tie That'll be quick. Answer. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> everybody knows little Duval. That's going to take some time. From his song. I don't before know, his song. I don't know him for his, well. his uh, Oh, really? Value. Yeah, I, I really only know him from so his song. MTV's dot guy code, all that stuff. Yeah, that was really fun to me. All right. Um, but he, he had a statement on um, Instagram, uh, and he said, why is it a woman can say she don't like short dudes or light-skinned dudes, and it's okay, but when a man says he don't like dark-skinned women or fat bitches, he's a <laughs> fucked-up person. <laughs> and it's so funny that he said that because... Um, I'm guessing that was in the defense of probably of Chris Brown. Chris right? Brown, right? Yeah. But you know, you hear that often, and um, it's, I would agree with him 100. percent Like as men, we cannot express <laughs> what we like or don't like without being assholes. But women do that shit all the fucking time. You know, growing up, women would tell you, "Oh, well, at least our my generation, you was dark skin, they wasn't fuck with you." And then at some point, if you if you wasn't a certain height, they wasn't fuck with you. And it was kind of like, it's not like I have a problem with you. That's just my standards. But when niggas do that shit, it's not standards. You just foul and you shallow and you got issues. And then you have Chris Brown that comes out with his song. I don't know what he said exactly, but I guess. So before you jump into the Chris Brown one, I can answer that question. Okay. It's the same answer I've been given for about seven to 10 to 20 to 40 episodes now. Men pieces of shit and historically speaking we fucked up no we did some fucked up shit women did fucked up shit too everybody do fucked up i shit. mean yeah it does i not. mean eve did make us eat the apple but okay we're not <laughs> back into that again i'm not gonna do that no again. but the fact of the matter is that you know we 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 
men, be it black men, white men, whatever, men have been in control and they've portrayed certain standards or certain looks and put it into the media. And it's men that are making these decisions, not really women, right? And if women are the ones, you better show up so I can stop saying this shit and we can come back for y'all, right? But they, they put these things out there that make people feel this way, that make women feel this way. And we, we fucked up so much. There's so much history and so much, so many centuries of that shit that it's going to take time for that shit to heal. That's it. So I, I think this is a good example of not articulating <laughs> correctly, right? Besides well, calling fat bitches, um, he compared light-skinned dudes and short dudes to dark-skinned women and fat women. That, to me, is not an equal comparison. I don't think he was really comparing. Well, he, 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 about well, that's a bad example. I remember when Trump said, I would take, he would take... Um, dirt on his opponent again if it was from somebody from like Ireland some random country that happens to be our allies right. he's not going to take dirt from our allies he's going to go to a, a country that we're not allies with and take it that's what makes it bad Right. in this case what makes this statement wrong I think is that dark skinned women the way dark skinned women have been portrayed for centuries has been that they are the Freaking scum and dirt of the ground, right? Sticky shit at the bottom of the. You know what I mean? Nobody is going to say I don't date light skinned dudes, right? That's that's a relatively new thing. That's what I'm saying. Nah, that's not a cop out. That happens. However, back to your point of portrayal, they haven't been being portrayed negatively. Absolutely not. Everybody was always been into light skinned, right? But he said, I mean, he did say light skinned, but I got the premise of what he's saying. I I got the premise of what he's saying, but once again, saying is that he didn't. This is not articulated well, well. and then also he's calling them fat bitches. Nobody's gonna want (laughs) to hear what you got to say. When you calling them, but, but mean, and that 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 goes to Ike yeah, Gray's point, yeah, like yo, a comedian, and he was trying to be funny. Though. Yeah, but are you trying to be funny and ha ha? It's a joke. Don't take me seriously. Or are you really trying to say that men can't say the same things women women are trying to say? Because I just think this is a poor example. Like you can't. I don't. I don't. Once again, a woman. You're not nine times out of ten. You're not going to hear a woman say, "Well, I can't date you. You're light skinned." I've heard, it. I've, I've heard it. I've heard it. I said nine times out of ten. I didn't say well, you haven't heard it. I'm saying well, two people out of three people heard it. So. Okay, there's not a nine times out of ten. I, mean, I still I, sta- I still stand by my statement. Right? I mean, like I said, more, I more often than not, you're I, not I, going I, to hear that's that. That's a fucking cop out. At the end of the day, you know, niggas choose. They have choices in what they like and what they don't like. That's not and, the point. And you being dark skin, a dark skinned woman, it's don't called, ma- like. I don't. I don't so, understand so your history, this, but that's not. This is also this is also the other problem with it, though. Yo. You're upset because you feel you, we can't speak and say what we want to say, but all we really want to say is ignorant shit. <laughs> Yo, and that's real talk. We're mad because we can't say ignorant shit. But this goes back to the delivery conversation we had earlier on. This but shit it, comes full circle. Right. It's like, why do I have to hide my truth? Right? That was the argument that was being said. Right? Yeah. So if he would have changed it from light skinned men to dark skinned men, would you have still said he wasn't articulate in what he was saying? I, yes, because it's not a good comparison. Right? It, no, yes. It's not a good comparison. But, and it's not articulate because he also said... The fat bitch part. Fat, fat bitches, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> As y'all laugh. It's, it's, it's funny. Like, we, we can be objective. We get the humor. Right, right. right. And, and, and I feel like it, it misses the mark. It misses the point. Like, if, you, if you're being serious, be serious. If you're joking, then, like, joke but, and be off the wall, man. But don't, don't compare... Don't say dark-skinned women and fat women when these are two women that are highly... Um, what can I say? Like ostracized, ostracized, antagonized. I mean, like yo, 
people we can go on and on about the the lack of whatever that black women and fat women aren't getting compared to light-skinned women and skinny women right it's not the same dark-skinned motherfuckers we're in so you know what i mean light-skinned although y'all say they say this light-skinned is still in like women yeah, but, still want dark skin, dudes with light skin men weren't in up until as far as i'm concerned maybe i, 10 I get years that ago. so what i'm saying so, the statement is like like I, I feel like you're he's what he's comparing don't equal and don't add up <clears throat> i don't know i, I guess False my issue i guess my issue with yeah. all this is and i do this a lot right because i have the same issue with, <laughs> with ike the great is i can see past that that bullshit like i understand what the premise is and I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm the fucking smartest person in the world, but I still get it. Motherfucker, you only see it when you want to see it. No, that's not true. I always oh, see it. Okay. Well, to me, I think what. So now we have to start talking about some. I think what he was trying to say, right? And right. Because we don't. Actually, it goes well, back I, to his point of delivery and uh, false equivalencies, right? No, actually, it's not what we think. We yeah, know exactly I what the fuck he was saying. I, yeah. But I, it's not what he said, so it has to be a thought. So I think or we, hypothesis. We have an. We have an understanding. <laughs> what he's trying to say but don't further shame black women and fat women in in trying to make so you, point. you you thought that i i'll give you the fat woman but you think he was shaming black women when he made that statement he was being comical yeah he was being satirical the, the fact that is matters is black women still struggle with not being accepted not being good enough like if you're going to make an argument make it and and be real in it don't make it and be funny and and, and like I, I said drag drag the, the, the fat bitches I don't think he was being funny and I will also say this black women are in I don't know if you guys have gotten the fucking email but black women are in they are they are getting chosen by all colors of men I mean, it's not as simple as that but I get what you're saying black women are getting chosen by all colors of men but black women are getting are don't have the same benefits of light skinned women and and fat women don't have the same benefits black, of, of black skinny men. women. I mean, I, I understand that. I don't know. Like I said, yeah. I, I yes, I, that was off top. I took it elsewhere, but <laughs> that's when I that's my first thought when I read this. Which is funny because that wasn't my first. I understood exactly. Which and, and the comments at the bottom also understood what the fuck he was saying. Yes, Just the comments, all men. Yeah, so they. I mean, men got it, yes, but he's not. He's not trying to appeal to men here. He's actually trying to appeal to women. Men understand what he's saying. So, so let's just. He's trying the, to appeal to women to get them to understand. Well, for for the sake of moving who, on, yeah, I don't know who he. <laughs> can't we let Let's just collectively have an understanding of what we believe he was trying to say, which is, why is it that men can have preferences? Why, why is it that women can have preferences and men can't have preferences? Correct. Which is a, which is a thing, right? I mean, we've talked about it all the time, yeah. and I've given the answer over and over, and I'm not going to beat that dead horse anymore. Yeah, because if, if a nigga, <laughs> if, if a black man says... <laughs> Are you working on your delivery? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because I want you guys to focus in on what I'm saying. But if yes, a black man absolutely. decides he, he wants to date a white woman, um, yeah, he will be crucified for that decision you know it's so funny I, I just gotta take it back real quick you you we made the argument and again you i know you were being a contrarian but we had this conversation a while back about the lady that you know got up there talking about bill cosby and the reason why black men are caping for bill cosby because right, their daddy won around yeah yeah and our problem with her shit was delivery i, I guess right? for me and maybe because i'm a guy exactly i, I don't see to the, the women way. it made sense they do, understood that, what that, she was saying. Yeah, I, I guess I, I'll ask my so, wife. So again, it's all about who's receiving the uh, right, the right. information, right? He did a fucked up job in conveying that, but a preference, preference, but preference. Even right? with the dark skinned woman thing, you, the fat bitches I get. <laughs> the dark skinned woman thing I don't get. 
Because he, he didn't he, say nothing wrong with dark skin. O- Ob One has already explained the reason why yeah. you can't use that because, right, because of past dark skin. history, right? So, yeah, history is history. Slavery but, is history, and it's still coming up in conversations right, right. today. Black black women right now. If if we're there's what there's white men, white women, black men, black women, right? Black women are last. I understand. And then that. you start throwing dark. Then they're dark skin and they're black. They're last. Right. Even your statement. If I go, if I say I want to date a white woman. I get what you're saying. If your preference is white woman, that's your preference. But how you go about that, that that's what makes the difference. And that's part of the problem. You will still shit on that black woman, that dark skinned woman, that fat woman for your preference and be like, that's just my preference. But you're shitting on everyone yeah, else. Yeah, so it's not about how you go about it. Because in general, you're just shitting on it. So, but that's part of the problem. So you, you're, our defense is, well, I'm just stating my preference. But you're shitting on You're them. not shitting on somebody by stating your preference. That's crazy. And, and you know what the crazy thing is? It happens. I, I hear this conversation, and if I were to speak right, just because of the way my mind works is... I wouldn't want to speak in this manner because I want to change the rhetoric, right? Right. right. I, I don't want to speak that black women are at the bottom. But if I say that, some people, somebody may look at it as you're dismissing uh, our our struggle. You're discounting what we're actually going through. And what I'm really trying to do is just try to put positivity and change the rhetoric of black and dark-skinned women. So if right. we can, let's try to stay away from okay. black women being at the bottom. I, I think say they've me, had a dark history, no pun intended. When we stay, when we stay off topic, the topic on at hand is mm-hmm. what I prefer. I, my preference is to date a white woman. That has nothing to do with a black woman. That's his preference. Because if a white man decides he only dates black women at this point in time, it has nothing to do with white women, and it vice could. versa. It could. It could, but and, we, we don't know that well enough to make a definitive statement. But, but, like, well, I, I think we do know well enough that most men say they're not dating black women because of something they say black women did to them. Yeah, as as a but as a race, when you say black women, do you mean dark skinned women or a black woman as uh, a whole? Whatever, saying, whatever it may be, as a group of people who have been treated unfairly and who have been ostracized and who have been made to feel un mm-hmm. unpretty, so to speak, right? Yeah, you want to know why. You know what I'm saying? You 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 want to get that closure. You know what I'm saying? You want to know why? Why? That's fine. Why? I mean, I'm okay not everybody is that way, but there are some people that just like, you know, if if a guy breaks up with them without a reason, they want to know why. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If they're not chosen to go into a college or whatever, you want to know why. And I wish there's we, nothing wrong with wanting to know why. I mean, I, and I wish we did have a black woman on to explain it because I think also when you start talking about black women, my preference is not a black woman or my preference is a white woman versus my preference is tall, short, athletic. You know what I mean? You know, I, I think there's there's a difference here. So, yeah, it's not OK for dark skinned black woman to get a white man and other women, black women say, get your king. You know what I mean? Like, that, and, and they praising each other, and then when black that's men, trolling, you know, that's trolling. Nah, that's on, nigga. that's like, only is, in response to the. Negativity that they've received from black men. But you, they weren't doing this at the beginning of time. But if they're doing it in a group of niggas that have nothing to do with don't what matter. you're talking don't, about, that's bullshit to me. It's, it's the same thing. I, again, I don't want to conflate the two, but it's the same thing as a black person doing something uh, 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 regarding slavery or like saying fuck white people or whatever just because there are white people around. The, those white people might be fucking Swedish, so they might be right, fucking and, Jewish and, and that, that had nothing and, to do with the slave trade. Fucking stupid as but well. I'm just saying is that what I'm saying is that people do it. 
for one reason or another due to one kind of trauma or another. So so now we're going to say, okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'm not saying it's right. Okay. I'm not saying it's right. I, I understand, listen, I, I, I understand what it. you're saying. I, I, I truly do. But um, so, I, uh, if we, you know, back to <laughs> back the to statement. The right? but that's kind of the point, right? We get distracted by these things. But I don't think it's a distraction. I think the 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 simple answer is it's women aren't right or black women aren't or women in general aren't okay when a man simply states their preferences but i think there are so many things behind a man stating their preferences than just stating their preferences and i think that's the issue that's not true so i say we're getting off topic Mm -hmm. but i don't believe that it's just simply off topic my experience with men black men having an issue either with a dark-skinned woman dark-skinned black girl or a, a, a black woman in general is always something negative about the black woman so that's my experience so it's not simply just a preference so that's been my experience it's not simply just a preference there's more behind it yeah I mean, I mean that's that's anything in life I mean my my experience has have been both so I understand both it's been just know, it's, a strictly preference thing and it's been it's, it's just interesting because it's Sometimes we make things deeper than they need to be. If there's if there's a black athlete, for example, who goes to a school that's predominantly white. Listen, you're making the arguments that I've made before, man. Right, and you were you were on the other side of the of the fence. I don't you know, know if it was intentional. I was fucking trolling. Okay. But, but this is like it, it's it's I don't want to say it's serious because it's not that serious. But you know, it's serious. But it is serious, right? You know what I mean? And, and to me, is it's we start. Diving too deep into something when the nigga just now you know I had a cousin who says she had a, a highly educated black man who used to actually shit on dark skinned black women and say that he liked white women. Now niggas like him are fucking scum. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't say that. I would. I don't know what he went through. I don't give a fuck. It like, does matter. You know, you, know, you know, if you're not willing to explain what you went through that brought you to this point, then you don't need to go out of your way to just randomly shit on black Nobody people. Nobody probably explained to him when he was shitting on by whomever if that was the case. I just don't want to discount his history. Okay, that, that's fine. Yes, Mr. Understanding. No, I'm I just get, saying. No, I, I get it. I get now it. Now you I, just straight jump to his a piece of shit. Maybe, no. maybe, he just maybe. Him scum. Right, scum. Right. Scum. Maybe, just maybe he was raped by, by a black woman when he was a kid. You don't fucking know. You, you're right. And he's, used, he's lashing out on everybody else. I guess what I'm saying, All I'm, I'm saying more inclined I don't want to, jump to understand. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to end this conversation. <laughs> right. with, this, with this question. Uh-huh. So when, when someone that mm-hmm. we know has seen us talk to someone, like a, talk okay. to a woman is that is not of our usual. So maybe we decided to talk to a Spanish chick. Or uh-huh. a white chick. Right. What is our response when he's like, oh, I didn't know that they like Spanish chicks or white chicks? What is our response? My response is don't put me in a fucking box. No. Our response is we like women. Right. Don't. I, so, therefore, we don't have preferences. End of discussion. Yeah, But that's us. Not all men are like that. Some men do have. Some men like women that look like men. You know what I mean? That's their fucking preference. We all have preferences. I mean, essentially, we do. I mean, because when when we when we have that conversation, I think we all have preferences from a color perspective or a shade perspective. At least I know it. <laughs> At least one person in here does, right? Because when we have that conversation, we're typically speaking about women of a certain race. When we have the conversation that Obi Wan's talking about, and I'm just gonna leave it there. Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no. So I, this I, was a segue into the Chris well, Brown. That thing, ties right? into the Chris Brown thing, and I'll let you guys. Uh, dive into that one i don't know the lyrics uh 
uh, per se. I'll try to paraphrase. If somebody else knows the lyrics, speak up. Speak up right now. Okay, my paraphrasing is what he said on that track. He had a, he was on a track with Chris Brown's new album. I think the track was Indigo. He was on the track with Lil Wayne and some other rapper, I think. And on the track, he said something about he only wants to talk to black women with nice hair. Quote unquote, was it nice hair or good hair? Good, good hair. Good, good hair. And after that happened, he got attacked on Twitter and Instagram by a bunch of women for his comment. Furthermore, he got into a back and forth with a young lady by the name of Tokyo. Uh, she's the young lady who went viral with the go girlfriend, that's my girlfriend, that's my girlfriend, whatever, right? And he... Oh, is that who that was? Yeah. <laughs> he proceeded... To troll the fuck out of her mm-hmm. because he is Chris Brown. Okay? That's pretty much the uh, situation in summary. Now, let me... I want to I want to tackle this like three folds, right? First fold is... Number one. Number one. That was an idiotic comment made by Chris Brown. I vehemently hate the word good hair. Yeah, me too. It's a word that I think we need to just throw out of the culture, out of our, all our vocabularies, because, again, going back to the conversation about making women feel a certain way, that's what that word does. It makes people feel as though, you know, if you don't have good hair and you have hair on your hair, what do you on your head, what do you have? It's bad hair, right? Like, if, if you don't fall into the category or the bucket of good hair... You're just forced to think that whatever you have on your hair is bad because some motherfucker said that shit. So, I, as you all know, I'm an avid Chris Brown listener, etc. But I gotta, I gotta shit on that comment, that lyric, or whatever. Part of me feels like he was trolling because what? you said he was on the thing with Chris uh, with Lil Wayne, right? Yes, Lil Wayne, another movie. troll. Yeah. This this exactly. is literally proving my point. That's the first. That's the first fold, right? Yeah. Uh, anybody has have anything else to say about the whole good hair? No, I mean I, I agree. I don't like it. My, my wife is in the hair industry, and and she always expresses to me that same issue. But what I will say is, black people have been brainwashed to absolutely, yeah, you know, talk about good hair versus quote unquote bad hair, whatever the case may be, and um, yeah. So I, I don't I, like it either. I want to go on record. Of rebuking Chris Brown for that statement, I do not appreciate it. Uh, that doesn't mean I'm going to cancel Chris Brown. But did she, did she say cancel him? I don't know what anybody. I mean, because you know this is cancel culture, right? Everybody was calling for his head on the fucking stake. I know right? she gave uh, um, Kelly Rowland shit. Uh, so, so that that was one. Two is when I just want to know when we've all looked to Chris Brown for issues. Pertaining to the black community, never. Just my silence says, <laughs> says it all. I I say that to say that I understand how people can be upset. They feel like they've they they've you know supported Chris Brown, et cetera, et cetera. But don't take anything that he says fucking seriously. Like half the half the time he's on drugs. Let's be honest, well, right? Not go the up, the other half of the time he is just being artistic as he can be, right? And I don't want to you know pour this on. Him being artistic, but yeah, take that shit with a grain of salt, yo. Like it's, it's fucking Chris Brown. He's not trying to kick knowledge ever, right? He's he's. Word. We're not looking for him to make the uplifting of black women music. Word. Please don't. Oh my God, please don't. Word. I don't talking about being articulate, right? He's not. 
from that perspective. Not in his music. He can make Word. some shit that has some good tunes. He can talk about having sex with a woman. He can talk about a whole bunch of hood rat shit. That's cool. I am not looking at Chris Brown for the upliftment of black women. And number three. Number three. I think I forgot what number three was. But <laughs> I think number three was, was going to touch on a topic that we've just already beat to the ground in that, you know, at, at the very least, he was talking about his preference. And when Tokyo came for him, she also told a story about how they were in a club in L.A. and claimed that Chris Brown said, no dark-skinned women, no dark-skinned women. And people took her word as gospel. I don't know that that's what happened. So I'm not going to take a word as gospel. I wasn't there. She could have been trolling. She could have been lying blatantly, right? <laughs> um, so, of course, they started like trying to drag him through the mud and try to find scenarios and situations where he talked tracks about dark-skinned women. And then, of course, he came back saying, listen, I've been on tracks with dark-skinned women. I have literally been on a song with Sean Paul that was about brown-skinned women, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So a whole bunch of that back and forth started going back and forth because of about one bar, two bars. I mean, people listen. People like to read music, okay. And like you said, the one key thing you said is, you when it comes to that type of thing, why are we looking for Chris Brown to be the one that's going to give us a message about that? I mean, I, like I said before, I think part of me feels like he was trolling. If it is true, the song that you're saying that he was on and Little Wayne was on, Little Wayne has done the same thing. Absolutely. And so he said. He said he doesn't like dark skinned women. I, at least this is what my wife was telling me because she was the one that brought it to me initially, right? He said, I don't like dark skinned women. And then somebody said, But your daughter is dark. And he said, Yeah. And that would be the last one. And apparently all his kids after that have not been dark skinned. No, look. No. Chris Brown literally stated his preference. And his preference is, you know, he only likes black bitches with nice hair. <laughs> Those, that's what he said. Yeah, that's what so, he said. so so that's cool. If you're not a yeah, but you, you literally he, that's you have proving, to want to be a black. Bitch. This is proving my like, point. Huh? To want to like this is this is proving my point. I don't think so. This is proving my point. No, not, this is this is not proving. all black men are going around and announcing their fucking preference I, in the way that some I, of these I, men are. I get it, but he's he's a celebrity. He no, put he in his lyric. Me, so. I'm not saying he speaks for you, but he he in in. And as it relates to what we were just talking about with Little Duval, this is proving my point. Black bitches with nice hair. So he doesn't actually state his preference because his preference is going to be long and straight, which means if your hair is not long and straight, it's not good hair. And none of us sitting at this table will agree with that. And there's a whole host of women that won't agree with that. And I can we can imply that long and straight is good hair to him based off of the type of women that he's dated, the women that he's had kids with. Maybe except for Rihanna, because she switches her hairstyle up a lot. We ain't never seen Rihanna's hair. <laughs> but exactly. So that's that to me is a problem in that's that's Chris Brown's problem, right? I mean articulate it better right two it is chris brown and ever since the whole thing with rihanna i mean nobody likes chris brown i mean nobody likes chris brown everybody's trying to get his career to be over and ended well that's not true well i mean in the sense that people want his career to be over and ended like a lot of people have a problem with the fact that he's still able to make who's a lot of people because people in the industry are are supporting the fuck out of chris i mean people in the industry are not the only people 
And so, I mean, there's women a lot that are of, against domestic violence I mean, are absolutely and vehemently against Chris Brown. Right. And and it's not even it's a, that's a lot of people. And, and, and yet, there's a lot of people. And still very successful. Absolutely, as he should be. I mean, if he continues to put in the work and did, you know, but he's not helping himself with statements like this. Like he's not he's not even helping himself trolling. Like I get it. She came out. She said some stuff. He wasn't even talking to her. She right. felt she he was, and he's not helping himself trolling. You know what I mean? Uh, man, we put a lot of energy into some bullshit. You know, we do. Right. And it's like, but again, it it didn't affect us directly. I think if, that's if why people start. It's a lot easier for us to say that and putting in some other shit. Yeah, we will accomplish a lot. Yeah, okay. Yes, yeah, Chris Brown media, is is a, is a woman beater uh, allegedly. Right? Has it been proven? Well, it hasn't been. It has been proven. With, Listen, you know what I mean? Like he has that. He has he done it in the, again? I don't know, but. Yeah, he has. Allegedly. Alle- yeah, the, the second, second one was allegedly, allegedly, right? With who allegedly with who? Uh Karuchi. No, Karuchi. that wasn't allegedly. Did he do time for it? I mean, I'm pretty sure she had a restraining order against him because I mean, of you get a restraining order. Fuck you talking. I mean, there if there's proof <laughs> I, I don't know what the process if is. If there's proof that he but, did it. I mean, you know, and I so think there's I, another person too, but I you know, yes, I, allegedly. I understand what you guys are saying, but there's a lot of people who wants to get get Chris Brown out of here, right? But, like, we're putting too much energy into fucking lyrics. You know what I mean? Especially lyrics that says, I, I, I don't, I'm not quoting verbatim, but I want a bitch with good hair or whatever, black bitch with good hair. Like, who gives a fuck, you know? Like, really, if, if, if you feel that, if you don't like what he's saying, just stop listening and move and, on. Like, right? Like, I'm, I'm done with this. Yeah, you're right. In the grand scheme of things, who cares? But, like, move the fuck on. I mean, I think the you. The women who have, are traumatized. But see, this is, this is, this is the point, right? Their, their this, is, this is the point. Because you said there are a lot of people that support him. So if you support him, you're supporting, ideally, uh, some of what he stands for, right? Which is why Kelly Rowland got backlash. I don't agree with that. Which yeah. is why Kelly Rowland got backlash for saying, for saying, you know, I love you on his post or we love you on yeah. his post. People are, li- there are a lot of people looking at him and what he's doing. I mean, and that's just this day and age as, just, a, as, a, as a celebrity. I don't know and, the world we live in. And it's, it's, they're being affected by it. I mean, we're, we're I mean, a different I, generation. We're a different breed, but I, I mean. I do understand it because I guess like if someone says they support Donald Trump, we start looking at them sideways. But not right? even—I mean, not even just that. I mean, I—I I, I stated it earlier. The—the—the H and M controversy with coolest monkey in the jungle. Like some would say, it's just—it's a little thing. We're all, too all the fashion it. fucking industry you know, shit that yeah. we've been yeah, covering over like, here as well. I mean, there's a, a a lot of stuff. We talk—we talk about it all the time. But at the end of the day, there are people who are paying attention, and people expect more. I don't expect anyone to be perfect. I don't think Chris Brown is. Uh, I don't think he's an F-up individual. I think he needs to be smarter in how he's putting himself out there. Okay. Name of the track was Need a Stack. And the lyrics verbatim, only want to fuck the black bitches with the nice hair. Isn't that what I said? I said good. Okay. I know. I repeated. I was repeating it for y'all to let y'all know what he said. There's yeah. a difference. In what I said and you Between said? good hair and nice, nice hair. hair. Yeah. There's a difference. Good hair is what's been touted as being better. Right? Okay. Nice hair can be anybody. It's, it's a, that is then As a preferential yeah yeah what Wait, you think nice. nice is yeah okay well and that's why so preferences so by saying hypersensitive no that's why preferences was saying he didn't actually articulate his preference 
but we can make a determination based off of the women that he's dated what his preference is. We can't do that, yo. Why not? Like, cause how do you know he ain't just put that shit in there to make something fucking wrong? I, I can tell you what he did. I, he he put good hair in there, and somebody told him to change it to nice. <laughs> how the probably, fuck do you know? Where you probably, fucking yeah, Who probably. says nice hair? Are you who says? Oh, you have nice hair. Well, what was what was the lyrics after that? Or before before that? that, digging it, then I'm licking all of that <laughs> pussy. Put it right there. Only fuck wanna fuck the black bitches with the nice hair. Yeah. Come on, he had, he said good. Yeah, he changed it tonight. I'm like I said, but but, but you know what though, this is this is where this is where like I'm glad that I pulled this up because this is where she gets misconstrued because people are getting upset over something that they're not looking at it in Someone context. Else. Right, it's the same thing with the Bible. Right, a lot of people get brainwashed by uh, certain things just to use it and not looking at it in the context. Right, topic for a different day. Yes, the name of this track is called what? Need a stack. When you hear that. Strippers. Exactly. This is his lyrics up until that point. I'll leave a paper trail, then I'ma need a tip drill. Shaking it, turn the lights down, bust it for the light bill, digging it, then I'm licking all on the pussy, on that pussy, put it First right of all, there. He's a nasty Only want to fuck black. that the he's black bitches with the nice hair. If you're not a stripper, why do you give a fuck? And, and you know, truth be told, there's, 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 there's a lot too, of uh, strippers with <laughs> bad hair. Strippers lies matter bad too. Weave. Yeah. Bad weeds. Bad I, 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 I yeah. previously I mean, we, used to say something that I'm might, not going to say anymore. A might buddy said it. We're making a we're making a mo- mountain out of a molehill. I I think I mean it, you know and I don't know if we can really say that. I think for us it's this is small, but I mean we're not we're, we're one we're not women and we're not yeah, strippers, but so we don't care as much. Looking at it in the entire context, man, it's, it, it, I'm sorry. I mean, I have I previously I defended everything. When I thought it was something that was being said based on what people were saying. To further read the lyrics, baby, bend it over, ass up, take the mask off. Don't ask me if I'm throwing cash up, I'm spending that part. Black card, play your part, now go retarded. That booty stupid, think you smart, I fuck regardless. These lyrics are retired. (laughs) Niggas is bad at the wrong thing, okay? (laughs) It gets worse. He's promoting, like, are you hearing what he's talking about? He's talking about eating a stripper? Sprinkler fucking up your guard, that coochie water. I tear it up. She called me daddy. I'm not her father. <laughs> These are the lyrics, y'all. Hey, this, this, this is the hey, lyrics you, that they you, mad at. You mad at nice hair. <laughs> this nigga talk about. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Oh, That's cool. man. You know I, the crazy I, part, y'all? Listen. It, it's such a. <laughs> we're, we're fucking traumatized in oh, this world. Oh, man. Right? Because there's a lot of black women out here. It's right? triggers, man. Because you can't triggers. even get them to think a certain way. About how they deal with their hair. And then you got women who only know one way of wearing their hair to work. Because, or wearing their hair for their wedding. Because their natural hair is not supposed to be what you wear to your wedding. I'm not doing this anymore. This is what I got in trouble for. Okay. Oh, is I, it, I'm just saying this, this is crazy, what I, This right? is what I got in it's trouble for. It's crazy that we talk about that and how but, this and that. But, but, but talk to those black women who refuse to do certain looks. I mean, that are actually them. But black women hair is a very important topic. So whenever you mention it, you better be prepared to deal with and the antennas are going of off. It. I mean, like you can't just talk about black women hair and think it, that's okay. That is simply just okay. Like their black women hair is I don't. It's not an untouchable, but yeah, it is. It is a trigger. Like I mean, 
He said nice hair though. He didn't say good hair. He but he nice said hair. black bitches with nice hair. So once again, yes, you put it in context. I guess it doesn't seem all that bad. <laughs> but it doesn't. Yo. But at the end of the day, you know, if somebody took offense and then he trolled them after that, I mean, yeah, got help yourself. Because yeah, I guess okay. ultimately he knew what he meant behind what he said, and he if Which he's saying that that's not what the case is. But I mean, she made it about something else about when they were in the club. Yeah, and but that's kind of my point. Like, come on, y'all. So. come on, people, come on. Like really, and if he did say that, he's a piece of shit for that. I mean, and and going back to Lil Duvall, so being he, a black man, he was definitely being a shitty ass person. Who Lil Duvall when he said when well, he said comedian. when he, he said knew he was trolling with that fucking comment, but uh, there was some kind yeah, of but you just say he was there being was truth, serious. He was there was truth behind it, right? There is truth behind what he's saying. I mean, let's just keep it real. But I mean, based off of you know having this conversation today, I see where. Your mind goes when you know we have these type of conversations, but for me, I feel like yeah, there's certain things that men can't do when it comes to things like that, and and you know one of them is saying my preference is this. We can't say that, but women can taunt that shit, flaunt that shit all in our face, right? And that's we just gotta eat it. We we can say it. We it's just harder for us to say it to the woman who that's not their preference, and it doesn't matter who the woman is. Right. If if I were to tell an Asian woman that I don't like Asian women, Asian women are not my preference. Right. Or if I was to tell an Asian woman that a black woman is my preference, but the Asian woman was maybe interested, she's going to feel a kind of way about that. And that's just because it's that initial feeling of rejection. Right. And then it turns into. Well, why? I mean, you black. If it, if it's a, you know, a black guy saying it to a black woman. Right. It's like. They now they want to know why because now they're hurt, right? They're on the defensive, and all they're going to do is attack. Yeah, my my thing is you can ask why, but if you're not ready to receive what my answer is, then why are we why are you asking why? Hey man, I, I completely understand. I always tell people when you ask a question, be ready for the worst possible answer. You know, because you know, I, just don't tell me I don't love my mother or my sister. Oh, but that's what it. Because again, hurt people hurt people, right? So the the first thing they're going to jump towards is saying some hurtful shit because they're hurt. We got shout outs. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I had a shout out, but uh, A Mike Boogie threw it out. I mean, not A Mike Boogie. Uh, uh, OB1 <laughs> threw it out. So. Oh, yeah, because I was going to shit all over that one. Yeah, so we're not going to do that one. Right, I so was going to shit on it, but well, yeah. well, that's cool. We do got. We'll shout out our listeners once again. <laughs> shout out to our listeners. And uh, shout out to, and you guys know who you are. Uh, we. You guys always leave comments when we uh, drop an episode. We read your comments, and when we can, we reply to them. But we definitely appreciate the comments that you guys give, and we want to let you know that we are always paying attention to them. So shout out to y'all for being dedicated listeners and fans. We you appreciate appreciate it. Um, once again, shout out to my cousin for her birthday. Um, hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful weekend. And shout out to our listeners. We appreciate all the love as we continue <laughs> to go on and on and on. Right. Yeah, Were we thinking the same thing? Yeah. Oh, oh, special ass motherfucker. <laughs> well, I was going to say shout out to the listeners. About three times. Yeah, because yeah, I think it's very important to continue to shout them out and show them how much we appreciate that. I hear you. I but, hear you know, you guys don't let me live, so fuck both of y'all. How about that? Well, before we end this podcast, Can you shout us out? let's shout out the listeners one more time. <laughs> We Shout out the y'all. listeners. We appreciate it. And we y'all. out. So, no. <laughs> this is uh, episode 48, right? 48 yes, sir. of the EBS podcast. And uh, shout out to the listeners for listening again. 
and we out. Peace. <laughs>